Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 528 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever and coming up on the show. Daryl Griffiths from The Lighthouse let us know about their August programme, what's going on there and beyond with some of the stuff they have happening with the National Theatre. We'll have music from Frankie Swain and Daniel Steer as well as the One Voice Collective with the One Voice Collective's Carl McGregor letting us know about their third charity single. That's all coming up on the show, but first of all... Sheila Delaney's A Taste of Honey is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 5th through to the 9th of November. The National Theatre are bringing it out on the road and we have the wonderful Jodie Prenger who is playing Helen in the show. Hello. Wonderful. Well, this is yeah. What else is that? There's a load more superlatives oh, being so used for you. So much more. I'm sure you can. <laughs> I know. I'm really looking forward to it. Really, and especially with this, with this play. Mm-hmm. The irony of it was, it was put on my radar many, many, many years ago, by a dear friend, Bobby Delaney. Yeah. Of, not related. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. It felt so real. Um, it felt kind of so poignant. And I'm just, I'm glad it's really come around. I'm glad it's to Wolverhampton. But this is a bit of a change from what we first saw back in 1958, when well before both of our times, this took to the stage for the first time. It it was so taboo back then. But yeah, because we've got uh, someone running off with a car salesman. Yeah. And and women weren't classed as... Don't say that, I go out with the car salesman. Well, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) But... It, it was the, not the done thing, was it? It wouldn't normally be the woman who would move on. It'd be the, the fella playing around that caused the problem, think, you would expect. Yeah, and I think it's kind of the relationship with the mother and daughter relationship, which mm. back then wasn't really kind of kind of shown on that kind of scale, but mm. it's what Sheila Delaney did. And it always amazed me that she was only 19 when she wrote that. Mm-hmm. And it was a lady called Joan Littlewood who really was brave and kind of a force in the theatre world that took it on and, and kind of workshopped it. And then put it out to the public and people just fell in love with it. And this is something they're going to fall in love with all over again because we've got a live band on stage this time. We've got a live band. So how does that fit in with all of this story? Well, the thing was, was, it's the same production team. It's the same producers as things like The Curious Incident, One Mm. Man, Two Governors, War Horse. And this production was done at the National uh, with the same team in 2014. Mm -hmm. But they are really kind of revamping it. They're making it as relevant as it was in the 1950s as it could be today. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a jazz band. It's going to focus on folk music kind of jazz music and we've had a workshop which was amazing <laughs> and we were doing songs like from amy winehouse to nina simone to peggy lee and it, it was just it, i think it adds another level to the especially to the era mm-hmm. it really does so does this mean you're singing in the show maybe okay right so that <laughs> being cagey about that one right maybe but uh, I mean, people know you for your voice and the wonderful yeah. things you've done with it over what the last decade since you've really got to oh, know Joe, you. Isn't that scary when you <laughs> say a decade? <laughs> As it births, even I know, so, it, it flies. It does. It and, flies. But you, I mean, you've been in, in so many different things and it is the fact that, I mean, two people do love you. And do they? Yeah, and they, they do. They come, I, they, I have they, to pay them five of them. Every time. <laughs> that can be expensive with a, with, a, with a full tour across the UK. <laughs> but, I mean, what's, what is it like being on the receiving end of that? Because it must be great when you go into to see a show. And there are people waiting at stage door for you, aren't they, every it's, night? I know. It's, it's, do you know, it still shocks me to this day. Because I just think, I've just... 
I just get to do what I love, mm. and that's theatre. And like with Taste of Honey, I get to do a play that I adore. So I'm really looking forward to it. And it's just, it's, it's lovely. I love having a chatter at stage, Joe. <laughs> but I, st- I am still shocked. It does, it does shock me. Mm-hmm. It's not I, just me. And I think that's probably part of the, the joy of it, because people know they're just getting you. And there's, there's no airs and graces, really, are no, there? No, 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 no. That is the way it is. Okay, so the, the tour, we talked about the show. Yeah. What else is special about this for you? What, what do you think is really going to help? Is, is it the, the team you've, you've talked about? It's, again, it's the, it's the team that we're going to be working with really excited about that I, I know some of the cast hasn't been released but I know and they are very <laughs> very talented people um, as are the, the crew but it's just for me I remember going in for the meeting about the show and it's very it's it's very close to my heart this because I said I said listen I'm, I'm coming in I'm just going to read as my nan and the part of Helen how oh, she talks and when they're doing like oh I do look at that it is my nan uh-huh. and my nan was you know was from Manchester was from mm-hmm. my side and it's the kind of the strength and the pride of the people and that northern warm humour yet tender and the fight everything it feels so close to home for me yeah so I'm really looking forward to this production because I suppose it'll feel like kind of a, a home away from home, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you're going to feel then, you know, you identify with the cast. We're going to identify with you because we, you know, we, we know how much we like seeing you're you on stage. You're not sticking me yet, then. No, <laughs> give it, give it, wait till oh, the end of the run. Ten minutes. Yeah, then we'll, then we'll see how we go. No, yeah, you're going to be absolutely fantastic. Minutes. We will absolutely love it all. As I say, it's the National Theatre bringing a taste of honey to Wolverhampton's Grand between the 5th and the 9th of November. Book your tickets now, 01902 429212 for the box office or online at grandtheatre.co.uk. But check it out. Numbers, it's, it's also written behind us. It's quite. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. That yeah, helps. Right. Oh, Jodie, lovely to have a chat with you. Break a leg. Have a great time with the show, Thank and you. we look forward to seeing you on stage at the Grand again. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. In a moment of time, Frankie Swain lets us hear her new single. But before we do that, let's take a listen to the last one. This is Hook, Line, and Sinker on the Milk Bar. You keep talking, talking, and I keep listening, listening, and. I
winner now. Frankie Swain has just released Emergency Alarms, a brand new single and a fantastic sound. To tell us more before we hear the track, she's on the line now. Hello. Hi. How are we doing? I'm good, you? Good. <laughs> now, Hook, Line and Sinker got a massive amount of radio play, and rightly so. And uh, you've been enjoying success with that one right across Europe, and we're looking for the same with uh, Emergency Alarms, which is out there now. Yeah, yeah, no, hopefully. I mean, this is one of my favourite songs that we've written. Although I loved Hook, Line and Sinker, this one has a lot more meaning to me, I think. So I'm hoping it does just as well, if not better. <laughs> <laughs> now, you collaborated with a few people on the production of this one. Tell us a bit about that. Yes, the song was written with Dave Brown from Picture House, Jan O'Brien as well. And so that was a really interesting combination because it was my first songwriting session that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And we wrote three songs together to start with. And to get emergency alarms out of that, it was it was really like I was really impressed by it personally. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose when when something's happening like that, it must be quite magical when you you get something. Someone's got a bit of an idea, and it starts to turn into a song. And before you know it, you're kind of mentally singing ahead of where you actually are with the track. Yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely incredible to be like that because it is like you said. You start off with like just a little idea. We had this idea for um emergency alarms that's where it started Mm -hmm. and it kind of it's like it snowballs sort of from there sort of thing and once you start writing it it just took a life of its own almost and then you have like we put a basic sort of track i went back over to ireland to record my vocals for the proper thing and it's like seeing your song come to life Mm mm-hmm sort of thing and I heard the final track and yeah no, I was just very happy with it <laughs> <laughs> now this touches on the subject of mental health and how sometimes a, a good friend is is all you need many people need more than that but a good friend is a fantastic starting point for anybody who's got uh, concerns and needs to talk yeah we say go get professional help if you think you need it sort of thing like that's first and foremost but sometimes it's it's that first step of reaching out to someone anyone sort of thing that is probably one of the most important steps in my mind anyway because mental health is something we need to talk about constantly not just a one-off not just okay you're feeling better now it won't happen again because it does come back and I think the song's more about that sort of thing just take that first step into making yourself better mm-hmm and it's went through the production and the mixing that's really brought this to the fore and Pete Glenister uh, helped out with that alongside Dave Jan and yourself yeah Pete is absolutely lovely so we sent him um, the song and basically he came back to us and he was like I'm really going to take my time on this because he loved the song and he wanted to do it right and I think he definitely did do it right he did a justice for it <laughs> uh, but then the mastering that's been uh, an art form in itself as well hasn't it yeah with, with Ruben Cohen working on that one for you in LA yeah yeah so that's I mean we've managed to get quite a few sort of big names on the song and I think, yeah, if we hadn't have had all these people working on the song, then I don't think it would be half of what it is now. Mm-hmm. So. And how does this tie in with your overall sound? Because you've got influences like George Ezra, Ward Thomas, Passenger. So, you know, there's a lot of great songs that you have listened to, which gives you a feel and a vibe for music. And where does that progress to the point at which it is working in your songwriting? Well, Ward Thomas, I think for... Uh, Emergency Alarms is a big influence on their um, last album they had they spoke a lot about 
mental health and you know it's okay to not be okay mm-hmm. and things like that and I was listening to their album around the time that uh, I went over to Ireland for the first songwriting session we did and so I think they definitely influenced uh, emergency alarms and yeah <laughs> well We'll take a listen to the track in a moment of this time, but before we do, give us details of where we can find you on all the socials and uh, where your online presence is, please. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the good social medias mm-hmm. under uh, Frankie Swain Music. You can also find me on my website, uh, frankieswain.com, which has a link to all my social medias anyway as well. You can get links that way. And uh, a bit of a back catalogue there, because certainly Hook, Line and Sinker is going to be available, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Hook, Line and Sinker and Emergency Alarms are all available currently on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, pretty much anywhere and everywhere. So take a little listen, enjoy the music, and uh, most importantly, get in touch and follow on social media so that they're getting updates when the next... Because, I mean, there's, there's at least uh, one more song from this writing session that we know is going to come out at some point. Yep, yep, there definitely is. So we'll take a listen to that one soon. Meanwhile, we're going to take emergency alarms now. For now, Frankie Swain, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, thanks.
with emergency alarms here on the Milk Bar. Back in May, the One Voice Collective got together for the third time, this time raising funds following the cyclone in southern Africa. To tell us more about everything that's been going on, I'm joined now by Carl McGregor. Hello. Hey, how you doing? All good you here. Like and, um, yeah, and it's good to see you. Nice to have a catch-up. see you too, mate. In fact, I think the last time you were entertaining 30,000 people in a park when we got together, yeah. weren't you? That's a, that's a, we haven't had time to have a natter since then. You've got the badge on. That's what counts. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we had a great time down there celebrating Wolf's promotion yeah. and with the music of Project 21 and Beverly Knight down there. T.S.L. Jackson as well. He was there, yeah. It was was a fantastic day we had. And it's when musicians come together, they can really make a difference. Mm -hmm. And that was for our city. Meanwhile, though, there's One Voice Collective have been doing great things, raising great funds um, in the face of some really terrible disasters across the globe. The first time this project was put together was in um, on the back end of the the tsunami Mm in 2004 artists from all over the country gathered at Abbey Road Studios uh, in London and uh, recorded a a single for that project, uh, for that um, disaster. And then the second time was in 2010 after the Haiti earthquake. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, that was recorded at Abbey Road. This time around, it was a a studio in Bedfordshire Mm -hmm. in response to the cyclone that hits Southern Africa, Mozambique, um, Zimbabwe and parts of South Africa was completely decimated, especially Mozambique. They got the brunt of it. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people, though, displaced, losing their homes, losing everything they had. The trauma that they went through must have been absolutely huge, and the pressure that it put on for the the, the, the emergency services in those countries, obviously there was an international effort as well, but after that, it just just doesn't stop, so they need continuing funds to come through, and that's where you guys come in with this charity single, and not only that, but also to raise awareness as well. That's right. The problem with these disasters is that the, the media is there... For, for the first few days and mm-hmm. then they go away yeah. uh, but the, 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 the trauma doesn't stop for the victims mm-hmm. so um, Tear Fund which is a, a, an organisation Christian based organisation uh, a charity they, um, they've gone in and they've, uh, they're helping people on the ground and still are to, today mm-hmm. um, so this single was uh, was put together by a really good friend of mine, um, Lawrence Johnson, and he wrote this song, and um, and gathered. He called me up and said, "God, would you like to be a part of the project?" And pulled um, some great, great singers and artists from across the uh, from across the country, mainly in the gospel uh, Christian music scene. Mm-hmm. And we all gathered in this studio and um, to. to to record that and to, to so all the proceeds from the record is going to Tear Fund mm-hmm. to help them help the victims rebuild. 
Yeah, and it's that rebuilding that now is vitally important. We're, we're months down the line now and mm -hmm. still normality has not returned for many right. of those people who were affected. And yeah, nature did its worst to them, but they are showing strength of spirit, those that have survived. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's people there helping them and through Tear Fund and in particular, all these sort of projects have come together. Yeah, one of many which is putting funds into them. Uh, you know, this is hopefully going to start to get them to some sort of yeah, normal life. That's right. And, and get them back in homes and, right. and proper accommodation again. That's right. That's right. You said it, you know, and I think, um, it, you know, we did it with the other two two projects and um, so loads and loads of money was, was raised for those, you know, um, in Haiti and in, in um, Indonesia, mm -hmm. victims of the tsunami. So we want to get it out there, really. It's a great song, mm -hmm. you know, um, and it's, it's some fantastic amazing scenes. But the thing is, you will not work on a project unless it's a project that's worth working on. I know you, I know you, the work that you do. So, and, and all the big events that you've done, uh, and, and whether it be, I don't know, let's, let's see what we've, we've done in the past. You singing for Molyneux when the Queen Mother sadly passed away. Yeah. I mean, there was yeah. no one else who could have done that for us at Molyneux. You were the man, and so, and it you was know. an honour as well. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 she, she passed away unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. I think she passed away on the, on the, the, the Saturday. Yeah, it was... It, and then the the, the, the game was on Monday, was, wasn't was on, it? Yeah. yeah, it was on Bank Holiday Monday, Easter Monday, mm -hmm. and um, so it was it was arranged very very quickly. I didn't really have time to think about it, and I had to do a cappella as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, and you did a wonderful a job of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, did did everybody proud that day, as you do in all of your work. So again, we know the quality of the work in this project. So before we even listen to it, which we'll do in a moment or time, we, we know it's absolutely spot on. So. Uh, how do people raise funds then through this? Because obviously every time it gets streamed, there'll be some cash coming that way. Yeah. So whether it's on YouTube, I take it you're on Spotify as well? Yeah, it's on Spotify, all the major platforms, iTunes, uh, Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, you can, I mean, you can stream it, you can buy it because it's worth, it's worth buying. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, the sound of the choir uh, is just amazing. I mean, imagine you've just got so many great artists and singers in one room. The sound of the choir is absolutely sublime. Mm -hmm. It really is. We had fun. We had fun doing it. It was a, it was a really great experience. And um, the musicians, everybody gave their time for nothing as well, yeah. which was really a, a brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so my mate Lawrence was he, he was very he was very happy, very pleased. Well, the finished product is out there. So we're looking for the One Voice Collective. One Voice Collective, and the song, and the, the song is called "Strength to Go On." But, but equally, listen to the other stuff as well. Uh, yeah. So look out for everything One Voice Collective have done. Yeah, One Voice, um, the, the 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 first the first one that we did in two thousand beginning of two thousand and five, um, that was called One Voice, One Heart, mm -hmm. and then the second one. Uh, oh, what was the second one called? What's With the called? Googling, we will find all of this. Yeah, it won't be a yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each will link to the, to the other. Somebody help me. There we go. Somebody help me, please. Uh, that, that is the title. That's not just what you're looking for. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember the title. No, that's not what I'm looking for. That's, that's, <laughs> just, that's definitely the title of the song. Okay, yeah. check all of that out. But the one for the, is current is, what's what? It, it's called Strength to Go On. One's, one Voice Collective. Look it up. Okay, do that. Meanwhile, Carl, always great having a chat with you. Give us a quick plug for Project 21 and where that can be found online and all that sort of stuff. We've got a website, um, project21.org.uk. Mm -hmm. You can look us up. 
and um, we're, 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 we're still gigging, we're doing lots of different things. And in fact, actually, we are, are in the process of, of, of setting up a charity uh, where we're going to be um, helping and mentoring. We've always, we've always mentored young people. That's mm -hmm. a lot of what we've, we've been about. It's not just a band that does gigs, but we use our, our, our talent to give back and to, to, to help young people especially young people that are, are struggling with um, self-image, body image, depression, anxiety, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Because we find that a lot of these young people are talented, mm -hmm. but they don't realise it. They, they don't know how to shine yet. They don't know how to shine. Um, and they've got a voice that they don't know exists. Mm -hmm. So what we try and do, um, whether it's in schools or, or when, when we sometimes people call us up and say oh he's a great singer you should, you should listen to him or her you know we get him in the rehearsal and we throw him in a gig mm -hmm. you know uh, and just the, the sound of applause just really lifts their confidence and does something amazing you know with them so um, so we're hoping to, to launch that in the autumn and I'm hoping to get one of my heroes from America mm -hmm. as a producer and drummer and um, I'm hoping to get him over and we're gonna we're gonna launch it fingers crossed for you yeah. project21.org.uk yeah okay yeah. check all the details of there Carl McGregor's the man you're looking for absolutely fantastic musician lovely fella got some really good friends as well <laughs> and I class myself as one of those yes of uh, course, that's the way man. to do it Carl, always good to see you look forward to seeing you again soon cheers man great cheers. thanks Jason and sisters you've been through enough for a lifetime where do we go where do we start lord we need your help what you've been through i can only imagine you've seen darkness and gray Tears fall with the rain. Lord, please send your help. I can hear the melodies of joy. Guiding through the silence that is all around. Singing will never stop. We'll fight till the end. For we have the strength to go. and fathers you see your children crying how do we start to give them hope we need the father's help have you ever heard the cry of a griever mother makes you wonder what is life who's the one above us does he really care does he really love us in times of despair when the world suffers You told me some things I won't understand I'll just trust and obey that you've got a plan I can see your footprints in the sand I know you'll never leave me, you've got my life in your hands Can you hear the melodies of joy? 
That's One Voice Collective, sending fantastic, raising funds for Mozambique and all those other countries affected by that cyclone in Southern Africa. Down here at the Lighthouse Media Centre, there's always plenty going on, lots of great films to see and some National Theatre stuff too to tell us more. Daryl Griffiths is with me as ever. Hello. Hello. Right, what's happening then? Because you've got a busy August programme. Yeah, it's stacked. Um, the main film is Quentin Tarantino's ninth film, which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, all-star cast, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, um, which deals with Sharon Tate and the Manson murders, which is a, sounds a bit grim on surface. It's, it, it, it tends to do a bit of gruesome stuff, doesn't it, Quentin? So, you know, you, you know what you're going to get, but it's the way he does it that makes it special. Yeah, it's, it's quite an original twist on it um, but with yeah, we've got that on Friday the 16th of August um, we've got Pain and Glory which is from a Spanish author called Pedro Almodovar who's quite popular here uh, and he's got regular collaborators Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz involved in that one uh, that's on the 30th of August mm-hmm. uh, another good two-hander this month is Mrs. Larry and Son uh, which is Timothy Spall and Vanessa Redgrave but you're getting really excited about this you like this don't yeah, you yeah it's a really yeah great offering about the painter T.S. Lowry uh, we're doing like a one-off a screening of the film which involves a gallery talk which is being streamed into cinemas mm-hmm. uh, which Timothy Spall is actually carrying out himself from Manchester so that will be on sale as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, other films we've got Blinded by the Light which is a musical offering that uh, incorporates the back catalogue of Bruce Springsteen. Now that, that sounds quite exciting in itself because that, that, that's yeah. something that we haven't really seen before. His music features in films but this is going to be a big one for Bruce Springsteen fans, but also someone who likes a good tale too. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, and the reviews already are really through the roof, and it's from a director called Gorinda Chadder, who you may recognise from Bendy Lloyd Beckham mm-hmm. from many years ago. Um, but yeah, that's it from Friday. It's sort of our main release this week, uh, which I'm highly recommending as well. Okay, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, but on top of that, the National Theatre are doing a few bits and pieces too. Yeah, National Theatre, the main thing, it's sort of been the hot topic in this place. It's <laughs> been Fleabag. But, um, but it's sold out. Yeah, it has sold out already. Um, we are in the process of announcing non-core screenings uh, which will probably be sort of in October time uh, but we'll confirm them as soon as possible because it's a case of follow Twitter and the, and the, uh, the, the main website for that indeed yeah um, general inquiries a lot of people have asked today if you want to give us a call it's 01902 716055 or you can visit the website at www.light-house.co.uk or you can give us a follow on Twitter uh, at Lighthouse Media so do all of that and what other things should we be looking out for as you're heading towards September and um, the main thing already we've had a few inquiries is Downton Abbey mm-hmm. which of course the big screen version so yeah. that will be popular so you expect that here for much of September mm-hmm. um, and we're still sort of in the process of finalising various other films a lot of debates so okay yeah. but so the, the, the monthly programme will be out obviously you put that together around a month in advance so indeed, that's all yeah. happening now and people can get on the mailing list for that one we don't, yeah you can, uh, you can indeed you can do it obviously through our website and uh, subscribe to our email um, or you can obviously pop into Box Office to us and you can sign up that way as well okay get all the details and there's, there's lots of other things to do with love lighthouse as well so all of that yeah. on the website and the twitter feeds and make sure you're there but ask come down and ask the question because uh, yeah you can uh, yeah find out what's happening and get involved in the whole event and because uh, there's a big notice board in the in the bar isn't there so there, so there's, there's, there there's all is. sorts of stuff on there so what uh, off the top of your head think of your favorite event that's on that notice board um it will probably be our light bar reunion which is on the 25th of august uh, it's on a monthly basis so you've been here in the 90s and haven't necessarily visited the building um, yet yeah, that'll be back on again on August bank holiday and tickets will be on sale for that now I believe so if you want to snap them up so you'll be throwing shapes at that one possibly okay in if those shorts it could yeah. get really messy but there we go once again give us the website uh, www.light-house.co.uk
Daryl, thanks for having a chat thanks, with us. Jason. And we're looking forward to seeing all the great stuff down here at Lighthouse. Thank you. Daniel Steer is along in a minute. We'll be hearing from him. But first, let's take a listen to his fantastic new single, This Is Green. That's Green from Daniel Steer. He joins me now on the line to tell me more about the song and his career so far. Hello, sir. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good. I trust we find you well. Yeah, yeah, everything's great. Uh, that hasn't always been the case. I mean, something that we touch on in the song that we just heard there surrounds uh, you know, some of the mental health issues and uh, other problems that you've had. And you've used this as inspiration when it's come to putting music to our ears. Yeah, I think it's just um, something that everyone can relate to, being in a place in their life that they're not particularly happy or comfortable with and just making that break and pushing on through and just coming out the other side, really. I think that's the, the general 
feeling of the song. But in in this, I mean, you're kind of confessing of hiding behind social media and and the filters that are there. And how how did that come about to to you know really become part of your life that you've now tried to take a step away from? I think it's uh, in, in lots of jobs and kind of everyday life now. Uh, it's, you get caught up in what's going on online, um, kind of comparing your own life to other successful people or other people that are seemingly more successful on you on social media, whether that's the case or not, it's a completely different thing. And kind of judging yourself based on unrealistic views of others, um, you know, and I think it's important to take a step back and remember who you are, where you come from and what the situation is. And you've worked on a, uh, with a great team to bring this to release. They've done a, a fantastic job, but uh, equally they've been working with some massive names in the past as you are going to be with this, your solo release. I, I can see this doing great things. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm very lucky to work with um, a guy that produced my record. His name's Tom Gleason. Um, he's a great producer. He's also a guitarist in a band called Feeder. And my mixing engineer, uh, Chris Sheldon, he's mixed bands like Foo Fighters, um, Biffy Clyro, people like that. So, yeah, I'm really lucky to work with amazing people. And, and where else have you come from musically? Obviously, this is your debut solo release, but what else is, is there out there that uh, you've been pleased to work on in the past? Yeah, my um, my other band, which is still, you know, taking a bit of a hiatus, uh, my band Raining Days, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was the last record I put out before this one um, last year or the year before, I can't remember. Um, but it's called Eclipse and that's by Raining Days. And it's kind of, this is a, a more back to my roots kind of indie pop, kind of what I grew up on in the you know, late 90s, early noughties, kind of. And that's what I wanted to kind of unleash on this record. And that's what you can ex- expect from my solo album. Mm-hmm. And that's all going to come along at a future date. Obviously, Green is released on the 23rd of August. And then the yeah. album, are we thinking in time for Christmas? Yeah, definitely. Um, October, the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple more singles before then. So you're going to be keeping to you know, teasing us with the, the music as we go along. Just is... keep dropping out a, little, a few, few <laughs> little nuggets every now and again. And is there a kind of theme to the album too? Or is it really just a collection of your musings on different subjects? I think it's definitely, well, I know it's definitely a journey and um, an internal kind of look at things in my life and how it's been and what's happened so far and how things may go in the future and just discussing things that I think a lot of people think about and, you know, hopefully talk about. We're getting there with people talking more about certain situations in their life, they're comfortable about it or not. I think this album provokes, you know, those conversations, which is great. And with the uh, the work that you're doing to promote this, obviously social media is something that you've changed an attitude uh, towards, but uh, how do you think that that's now going to help in the work that you're doing to promote? Are you going to approach us in a, a much more understanding way, having seen the, well, I suppose the evils of social media? Yeah, I think uh, before it's, I got caught up in the, just using social media like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, just more as a corporate thing to say, right, this is our download here, do this now. But I think if you've got those platforms and you've got any kind of audience, and I'm not saying I've got a massive following or anything, but uh, there are people that do follow me. And I think it's important to be genuine and honest through those platforms. 
um, to give people a true representation of what's actually going on. Um, so not just the corporate, you know, things and just the, you know, the big machine posts, but to make it more personal and more realistic so people can have a, a, a more realistic viewpoint. With the the work that you do ongoing and the, and and the the enjoyment you get from sharing that, it can kind of you know, become a, a community which is being open and and talking. And uh, I'm sure that you'd want to be there for somebody if they found themselves in a similar position that you've been through and you've spoken about in the song Green. Well, I think anyone that's kind of got any sort of struggles emotionally or physically, or you know any kind of problem, it's you need someone to be able to reach out to and talk to and obviously if anyone ever wants to talk to me I'm always I'm always an inbox away and I think it's good for people to realize there are people that are feeling the same as you or you know have experienced similar things and you're not on your own that's the moral of the story so where can we go to find out about you your music and of course uh, pick up tracks online yeah, you can go to Dance Steer Music on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, my website, website DanielSteer.co.uk, and yeah, Spotify. My music's on there, so yeah, keep an eye out, and I'll be in touch. Okay, keep listening, keep enjoying. Uh, for now, thank you for the single green, and I mean the amount of your soul and energy that you've put into it, because you really have opened yourself up here. And you know, it's it's good to know that you're happy sharing that to not only help others but also entertain too. Exactly, that's the idea. Thanks, man. That's a lot for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Back with episode 529 next week. I'll see you then. Goodbye from the mill bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the mill bar. Yeah.